just everybody in the studio, everybody in the broadcast, pray in tongues with me for two minutes. For America, for revival in America, to wash every soul in America and Europe and Africa and Asia and Australia in the nations with the tongues of the Father's love and the tongues of the Father's grace upon their minds. Pray in tongues. Assigned to the unbeliever. Open minds, experience the tongues of fire, Pentecost, worldwide outpouring of tongues of fire. Let all unbelief be judged in everyone's minds. Let all religion be washed away out of everyone's brains, everyone's souls, everyone's minds, everyone's heads. All rebellion, all religion, all death and hell be washed away by the love of your Father's tongues in heaven. Let angels minister to your heads and heal your minds and heal your hearts. churches. Amen? Glory. Tongues. If you don't have the gift of tongues and the prayer language of tongues, hallelujah, you can just open your mouth and receive the circumcision of your heart. The sign of a circumcised heart is actually the speaking of tongues. It's true. The sign, the symbol of a new covenant Christian, the old covenant was external circumcision of the penis. The new covenant sign is the circumcision of the heart. Paul says that with the evidence of tongues. Speaking in tongues is the sign of a circumcised heart. And you just pray in tongues all the time. Your heart's circumcised. Now the issue is getting your mind renewed. I'm looking at people's hearts and their, their hearts are like gold. All they want is God and the kingdom. Penny, your heart's awesome. You're, you know, these people's hearts are just great. The issue is the head just needs a lot of renewing. You need all of the tongues of your heart, the tongues of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, that realm of glory and fire to come up and heal your brains. People still experience tremendous condemnation in their brains 
They feel all kinds of, they'll even feel lust in their brains. They'll feel pride in their brain. They'll feel, I'm not good enough. I need to do works. I need to perform. I need to be better. You ever feel that temptation like I need to be better? I, I honestly never get tempted in that. I can't even remember that temptation ever in my entire life. Because I, I come out of rebellion, it was like the temptations of lust. But religious people and people that struggle with the temptations of performance and rituals and rites and, and works and stuff like that, they're always tempted to like do better. Do, 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 do. You're not doing enough. I have no grid for doing, but I have a grid for drinking the new wine and just washing all the voodoo, do, do of you, you into the poo poo. You know what I mean? All the voodoo, do, do of you, you into the poo poo, into the lake of fire. That's where it goes. It's all witchcraft. Glory to God. If you are tempted to perform, there's no doubt about it that Jezebel is trying to get you to commit sorcery. Do you understand the temptation to perform? Hey guys, let's go out and do, 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 do. Now it's one thing to be carried by the river, and I'm carried by the river, and we do works like wild stuff every day, and there's signs and wonders always accompanying it, because we don't. I don't do dead works, I don't do strange fire, I do the works the Father has prepared for me, and I don't do anything else. So that there's fruit in everything I do in every area of my life. That's normal Christianity. That's a normal disciple of the kingdom. The problem is, most Christians are infants in Christ and carnally minded and tempted by the fallen angels to become performers of works. Performers of strange fire like the sons of Aaron that presented their own works to the Ark of the Covenant. In Leviticus chapter 10, and fire came from the ark and killed them. Because fire always kills strange fire. True fire, divine fire, royal fire, heavenly Jerusalem, new Jerusalem, fire of God, always destroys strange works, and that's why we're persecuted. Because all I do for the last 11 years broadcasting is destroy strange fire, and that's the vast majority of all Christian works in America. Truth anyhow, the vast majority. I mean, you could say 99%. Because if it's not in the high glory realm, God didn't authorize you to do it. Most of these churches are all strange fire. God didn't tell you to build that. You thought it was a good idea, and you got a verse in there, and you just did it on your own. Sandcastles, it's called in the Bible, Egypt, where you build pyramids. Most Christianity, I mean, you could say 99% of Christianity in the world, is actually man doing the works instead of the Holy Spirit doing the works instead of the Holy Spirit building the house the laborers labor in vain Psalm says strange fire is the biggest stronghold in the world when the Christians come out of strange fire which is also called working iniquity iniquity means doing your own thing apart from what the Father authorizes from the white throne and white means glory it's called the white throne judgment seat of Christ in the book of Revelation it's the throne of God and the Lamb if the Father didn't authorize it by His river to do it, it's iniquity. So iniquity steals all of the resources. They have all the money. It's a hundred billion dollars scheme in America. It is. It's iniquity. And that's why the true apostles and prophets are like poor. Like super poor and like 
completely persecuted in the underground church of America right now. The real remnant of the remnant of the remnant of the sons of God. And we're breaking through by warfare, but the tabernacle of David was not accepted in mainstream Christianity, not accepted in charismania, not even accepted in the glory stream. We've been insanely persecuted by the glory stream that they call the top of the pyramid of the charismatic church. I mean, there's been ministers of the glory stream that have sued us, that have done everything they can to erase Red Letter Ministry, even telling people all kinds of sexual lies about us to tens of thousands of people. Like, they tell people we have sex with Jesus. They tell people that that we're eating gold and drinking gold. They tell, I mean, we're talking hundreds of thousands of people that have been lied to by ministers in the glory stream to, to try to destroy our ministry. Why? Because we're bringing forth the tabernacle of David and removing the tabernacle of Molech. You can speak in tongues and have all the gifts of the Spirit and still operate in the tabernacle of Molech. Did you know that? Tabernacle of Molech is what human hands have built. Acts chapter 7, Stephen, with the glowing face, says, You have not served in the tabernacle of David, but the tabernacle of Molech, and not in the light of the morning star, but in the light of the star Remphon. The light of the star Remphon is the light of the fallen angels. Workers of iniquity actually obey the fallen angels when they do their own thing in the tabernacle of Molech, and they all operate in the gifts of the Spirit because the gifts are irrevocable. Meaning, anyone that's building something in the earth dimension that didn't come from the Father is building the tabernacle of Molech and serving the star Remphan. And honestly, in my experience, in serving in the tabernacle of David in the light of the morning star, you see how they've treated Red Letter Ministries in the tabernacle of David in the light of the morning star. It's 99.9% of people are in Molech and Remphan, isn't it? That's the great deception of the end times. That's the potent sorcery of Babylon the Great that has deceived all Christian nations. All Christians. It's not talking about the non-Christians. It's all Christians being bewitched, Galatians 3.1, by the light of Remphan and by the tabernacle of Molech, thinking that it's a human religion. Thinking Christianity has something to do with us instead of the glory of the Father. <laughs> wow. So it's a total revolution and the entire expression of Christianity is being transformed now. From the tabernacle of Molech to the tabernacle of David, from the light of the star Remphan, the fallen angels, which is religious angels, why they're, they can never do enough and it's always do, 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 work, work, work. That's fallen angel light. That's Remphan. And to the light of the morning star that's rest, 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 labor to enter the rest. The word labor in Greek means do everything it takes to enter the promised land. Rest is the promised land. The only internal battle you ever have after being born again is entering the rest. The fallen angels only tempt you to do works. To build your own thing. Fallen angels are the main promoters of Christianity. Fallen angels are the main promoters of Christianity. Oh, I I just said it because it's true. They love iniquity. They love strange fire. Strange fire is the witchcraft of Jezebel. And Jezebel and the witchcraft of the works of the false prophets. What is the false prophet? The prophet of the natural realm. The true prophet is the prophet of the glory realm. Amen. 
These are naturally minded prophetics. That means they're all false prophetics. And what, 850, the prophets of Asherah, the prophets of Baal, the prophets of Jezebel, and there's all these false prophets. They're all prophesying out of the natural mind instead of the crackling, fire-sparkling, rainbow mind of Christ from the white throne judgment seat of Christ. And you start talking about the seven spirits of God and the rainbow mind of Christ, not a single one of them understands because they're all in false prophetics. Now, they could become true prophets, but a lot of the immature prophets, to be very accurate with you, operate in a tremendous amount of false prophetics, even though they have a calling to be true prophets. There's a difference between a calling and a commissioning in the prophetic. So you have 99% of prophets operating in their calling, but they haven't been refined in fire seven times into the seven pillars internally to enter the rest to prophesy out of the promised land. They're wilderness prophetics, and the wilderness is the area of the unrenewed mind. Prophesying still out of experience of the natural realm instead of Christ's experience in the glory realm. This has nothing to do with us. The hundredfold glory realm is a hundredfold grace. Sixtyfold wilderness realm is 40% still you. Thirty, sixty, hundredfold. Jesus Christ, red letters. Thirtyfold is 70% you. That's like evangelical level, if we're honest. Sixtyfold, that's like charismatic level, if we're honest. Hundredfold, that's what we bring forth now in the tabernacle of David. We're talking about grace and the throne of grace burning through our face in this verse. Revelation 1, verse 16. And his face was like the sun shining in full power at midday. Whose face? The man of grace the Savior of the world. Jesus Christ is called the Man of Grace. The Man of Grace's faces was like the sun shining in full power at midday. <laughs> so what is the evidence of someone walking in grace? A face shining with what? The joy of the Lord our strength, the anointing, the oil of joy. The face is actually the front of your soul. Jesus Christ said the eyes are the windows to your soul. So even though you got fire insurance in your heart, if you were to die today, you'd go to heaven. We got to tell our faces about Jesus and get our faces saved to shine like the sun in all of its power in midday. Now that's not just Jesus because Jesus says he's the firstborn of the dead and the first of many of many brothers and sisters. Stephen had a glowing face in, in the book of Acts, okay? Stephen's face was shining in the power of the glory, shining in the power of God the Father's grace. Truth anyhow, our faces need to shine with the joy of the Lord so that when everybody looks at our face, they see God. If they look in your face, do they see the Father? They need to, and if they don't, it's because you have a seared conscience, and it's usually because of religion. It's usually strange fire. They'll be like, oh, give God the glory. The glory is supposed to be shining through your face, the Bible teaches. The glory needs to be shining. Why is it not getting through your brain? Because your brain's still attached to Remphon, and your brain's still operating in Molech. 
There's only two tabernacles here according to the New Testament. You're either serving in the tabernacle of Molech, which is the strange fire of carnal Christianity, or you're serving in the tabernacle of David, which is the true river of fire of God the Father's throne out of your belly flowing rivers of glory. And why don't the rivers come up through our brain? Because our brain's attached to some idolatry in the natural realm. 666, which is money, according to the principle of first mention, the Queen of Sheba brought 666 talents of gold to King Solomon annually. So I mean 666 means you got idolatry still in your head. Your head is still attached to the natural realm. Your head's still attached to money. That's what's wrong with the Christians. They're born again, they're saved, but their head is still attached to idols. Hallelujah. Well, I thought it was my heart. Well, we've dealt with your heart. Now we're going to deal with your soul. We're going to deal with your mind. Heart, soul, mind, and strength. I look at a lot of your hearts, and your hearts are doing okay. We can always do better. We can always grow. You know, ever-increasing glory in our hearts. But let's also deal with the mind so that our faces shine. Amen? Your forehead is in your mind. Your mind. You know, your fa the face is the front of your soul. Your countenance, it's called in Scripture. People will... If you reject this message, you'll reject the transformation of your soul. This is an optional stuff. Be transfigured by the renewing of your mind, constantly washed in the living water of the Word, which is the glory of God. <laughs> You have no choice but to get your brain attached to the glory. If you don't attach your brain to the glory, you'll die in the wilderness and never enter the promised land. This is a season where the promised land is demonstrated by men and women of glowing faces whose brains are attached to the white throne judgment seat of Christ who have fully repented from Molech and Remphon to serve David and the morning star. Amen. The tabernacle of David comes forth now. It's the habitation of His glory. And everyone's heads have the tongues of the Father's words resting upon them. I mean, this has never been about individual ministry. You know, 2,000 years ago when they wrote the Gospels, it said, Go out into all nations, discipling them by baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Discipling nations was the initial call of the Gospel. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the outer ends of the earth. Amen? What are we doing always trying to take care of self because we're full of witchcraft? Our eyes are still on us. The very first step after they first received the Holy Spirit was that first day discipling Jerusalem. After 10 years, why are you still discipling yourself when the Bible says the first day they started discipling cities? That's because of Molech and Remphan that makes it about your brain instead of the mind of Christ. The rainbow crackling with fire. We're dealing with the bewitchment, the Galatians of bewitchment that has deceived the whole world by the sorceries of Satan, the religious angel. Come on. And it's time to burn it all up into the lake of fire and have actual Christianity on earth in the tabernacle of David and in the light of the Lamb on the throne. And they shall no longer need the light of the sun or the moon, for the light of God and the Lamb shall be their light. Because they'll finally get out of the brain, they'll finally get out of the witchcraft and the sorcery of religion, and they'll get into the glory. 
and the glory just washes away all the sorceries and immoralities of Jezebel off of all your minds today. Amen. Let it rain the glory of God. Let it rain new wine. Let everyone taste the Father's love. The Father's love is the glory. Witchcraft has so separated us from the Father that we're scared of being punished. You've already been punished by having the devil on your head your whole lives. Now you're just going to get washed and forgiven and live in paradise. How dare I threaten you with a good time? Seriously. This is the forgiveness of sins. When Jesus came forth and John the Baptist testified, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. He was saying, Guys, now the party begins and the party will never end. And they were rejoicing like wild men. Jubilee. This is the manifest glory of God of creative wealth, creative jubilee. Jubilee means all debts and finances taken care of at Father God's level for every soul in Israel. That's what jubilee means. It's a financial term. All of your financial fears are being dealt with by the declaration of the jubilee of the tabernacle of David and by the power of the light of the morning star in Jesus' name through all your minds, through all your brains, so that nothing in the air would ever steal from you, kill you, or destroy you again. This is the covering of Isaiah 4.4, the tabernacle of David. And it will be a dome of love, the Bible says, Isaiah 4.4. It will be a dome and a covering of love. It's an apostolic covering of Christ the Apostle. Christ the Apostle. Not these men and women with Apostle on their name tags. Those aren't Apostles. They're not. There's no such thing as Apostolic Networks either. If you're not the Tree of Life, you're not a real Apostle. Which means you got to be covering them with something that's dripping down on them, fresh oil on their brains from the second heavens, buddy. It means the Tree of Life grew up into you, carried your heart and mind up through the heavens, because the universe belongs to the Lord. Amen? He filled the whole universe with His glory, it says in Colossians. And if you're not up in the universe, reigning from the heavenly sphere, you're not an apostle. Because there's no covering for them to live and move and have their being in. And Christ is the only apostle, and every real apostle knows that. <laughs> He's just sharing that grace with you. Amen? Christ is the only prophet, and every prophet that's a real prophet knows it. The white eagle is just sharing your body. That's exactly the truth. You are nothing apart from him. You have no identification apart from him. There's no evangelist except Jesus. There's no pastor except Jesus. What is the fivefold? Jesus operating through men and women who have yielded their heart to become temples of him and no longer of self. It's all Christ, the body of Christ. The body of Christ, and Christ is the anointed one, and his anointings of pastor, evangelist, teacher, prophet, and apostle. And there's some other ones too, like king and judge mentioned in the book of Revelation. When we start to enter into the kingdom age, into the promised land, and the manifestation of the sons of God, into the realms of kings, and the realms of judges, like the good old days, like the days of Gideon, and Barak, and Deborah, people will be coming into your realm. 
because of your covering, because of your dome, of manifesting your spirit life through your renewed mind, people walk into the membrane of the electrical fissure and they walked into your spirit in Christ because your spirit's been joined to Christ. Now you have God the Father's ability on earth and now you're a throne on earth as it is in heaven. And people walk into the electricity of your throne and they get washed in a radius. You know, some it might start with a two-block radius and it'll grow to be a 200-mile radius. We'll fill this thing up 150 trillion light years. There will be no fallen angels in the heavens. There will be no, nothing can move. Total lockdown of the world, and the world in Greek means cosmos, universe, second heavens and earth, mid heavens and earth. The heavens are the Lord, even the heaven of the heavens, and the earth he's given to the sons of God. Hallelujah. And so when the sons of God and the sons of men come into full agreement and full submission to God the Father, we begin to act like our Father, like well-beloved children imitate God, Ephesians 5.1. How is God God? Sits on the throne, rules and reigns, and all angels obey His words. Imitate God. Sit on the throne, rule and reign with the glory realm, and angels obey all your words. That's the mark of the high calling. That's sonship. That's available for every single Christian on planet Earth. Everyone born of the Spirit in the water is being raised up into that heavenly state, that kingly dignity, that heavenly state of being, of divine royalty. That's why the Bible says you're a royal priesthood, because you're a throne in the Father's house of honor and glory. Isaiah 22, 23, you're a throne. And you have a crown, a crown of life, a crown of righteousness, a crown of glory, a crown of the anointing oil, it says in Leviticus. I like that crown. A crown of favor. That's the crown of the anointing oil. The oil of favor, the oil of joy. And it will never stop dripping. The only way it will stop dripping in your crowns will stop working in the heavens and in the air is if a devil comes and knocks it off your head by some lie. And you get into some sin, you know? You get into some sin, you believe some lie, you, you agree with the accuser and you murder the anointed one, you murder his son of God like we've seen a hundred thousand times towards me in ten years. And you got to forgive them so that stuff doesn't stick to you. But then, you know, get your crown back on and those people that sinned and murdered you, operating in the spirit of Cain and strife, forgive them and put your crown on their head. Love covers a multitude of sin and sin is murder. Sin is strife, comparing yourself to others, judging others and being critical of others. Complaining. Complaining is one of the worst sins in the Bible. Grumbling and complaining and murmuring. Woo! Knock it off. Rejoice always. And I do these things too. I couldn't believe. A couple Saturdays ago, I got up and I was grumpy. Remember that, Penny? I was looking at my, and it's just a weird thing. I don't know, grace lifted off my soul for a minute because I never complain. I'm so thankful all the time. But this was, I woke up and I was not really bitter, but I would say grumpy. And I just was kind of, you know, saying all this complaining stuff, pouring out my mouth. And I was looking at Penny like, what? You know, I was, I was confused of what was going on here. We got into the breakfast table, and then I switched all of a sudden to love. Right there at the table, an angel feather fell right into my coffee cup. Isn't that wild? Angel feather. The moment I switched from grumpy and complaining about all this bad stuff happening around, and I'm, no, I'm normally strong enough to rejoice on it, but sometimes I'm weak and sometimes I'll start complaining. And it just, but when I repented, 
That's when the miracle happened, and the whole atmosphere shifted, and the angel feather, the sign and wonder, accompanied the shift in the atmosphere. Can I talk about my woes? And you can do it in your own broadcast tonight. Penny's got her own broadcast now on Facebook if you want to follow my wife. Well, you know, as this thing grows and gets bigger, we'll bring her on and we'll develop her growing the stage. You know, we got a lot of increases ahead of us, you guys. We're... This is still, honestly, even though we've hit 100 million people from a crack house in North Minneapolis in the last 11 years of broadcasting, this is the days of small beginnings, the days of testing for us in the wilderness. And I know the Father is going to take us from this crack house into a nice house overnight. There's a promotion coming overnight. So people are like, what kind of ministry needs do you have? I mean, we've, it's just <laughs> remarkable. Uh, our, our garage is practically dilapidated. I mean, it's literally falling over and it's, the roof is falling off and it's crumbling the ground. We need to remodel our garage. The front of our house, I mean, it look, looks like a crack house. The paint's falling off. There's holes everywhere. There's bullet holes. There's bullet holes everywhere. I mean, it's a total mess. And, and listen, I'm thankful for the six people that sowed yesterday when I preached on tithing. Six people. But it's usually zero to two per day. Even though we'll have a thousand people per day, almost nobody donates. Literally, less than 1% give into this ministry. And they'll give to the ministries that have millions of dollars, but for some reason, they don't give into... And I'm thankful to the 1% of our viewers that give. Don't miss... I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, if you guys want to start supporting this work, and you're getting blessed from this work, we need your support. We are, we are in the dregs of the lowest valley that exists in the upper Midwest. And it's and it the quality of what we're living in is like a crack house. I mean, it, the bathrooms, the just everything, the garage, the yard. We need so much help to improve and grow and and to take this studio into a television studio and to rise out of this pit that the Father allowed us to go in, like Joseph. You know, it really is. This is Joseph's pit, and we're broadcasting from Joseph's pit. But by your support, you can help us go and increase our platform right up into Pharaoh's house and start whacking the world and take this thing mainstream. And you have rewards for partnering with this apostleship. You guys know this is a real apostleship. I'm called to be an apostle to disciple nations. And we are in the persecution and is so insane. The lies and the misunderstanding of Leviathan and the, the realm of Egypt on people's minds is so crazy against us. Satan is desperate to get everyone turned against us. And you know how successful he's been. Most of you have been messaged 10, 20, 30 times to turn against me. And you're just like, why would you do that? It's demons. It's the kingdom of hell angry that we're here and we're commissioned by God. And I'm not just called, but I'm commissioned because there's nothing else in me except to establish the tabernacle of David and the bright morning star through American society and through, through European and African and Asian and Australian society. Worldwide broadcasting. That's why the attacks have been so severe. We're called and chosen and elected and even glorified to bring heaven into the earth and change civilization and heal civilization. And that's what we're doing. And we need your support. Partner with Red Letter Ministries. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.